0: Welcome to Women Who Sarcast, where we apply the lowest form of wit to the social issues of our time. I'm Kathy Barron, and I'm here with Mario, the Butcher Montez has joined us again.
1: Yes, indeed. Hello, everybody. How are you?
0: Doing well. How are you?
1: Great. It's beautiful weather outside. We have smoke in the air. And, and you know, ash on
0: the car. Ash
1: right? on the car. It's like living uh, overseas. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's great. Great. Today we're going to talk about uh, customer service.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Our
0: favorite mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. something that we're both uh, pros.
1: Well-versed, well-trained, and um, surprisingly not bitter. <laughs> <You know? laughs> You know, you, you, you customer service sounds just like what it is. You're servicing your customers
0: from zero to hero. From
1: zero to hero, or zero to sixty, right into a brick wall, <laughs> right. depending on where you work. <laughs> right.
0: Um. So, tell me an experience that kind of sticks out to you that you'll always carry with yourself.
1: Oh, with customer service. Yeah. Oh well, it's just the um, good, bad, or ugly. Um. Wonderful. It's the um. It's the opportunity to uh, engage your customer, make them feel important, while at the same time lying to them. <laughs> you know, it, it's cathartic. It's you, cathartic. That's the, how I've approached it for 30 years, mind you. Uh-huh. Um, uh, uh, lying and making your fu- customer feel uh, special.
0: Even you know? when they're not.
1: Yeah, you know, you're going to deal with that. You could either allow it to, um, to eat at you.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Or you could, um, you know, psych yourself to realize that uh, it's not the end of the world. You know, Uh, Mrs. So-and-so needs two pounds of meatloaf and you only have a third of a pound. So make her some and make her feel like it's the most important thing in the world, even though you really don't give a shit. (laughs) You know, don't put any glass or anything in her meatloaf. (laughs) I mean, you know, make a nice big fresh batch, you know. And and just allow karma to take its course if right. she's being abusive, or right. if she's not being abusive, right. you know, still treat them, um. Like they're the most important. It's the most important five minutes of your day in the entire history of your life. Okay, um, make that meatloaf for it. And the thing is, um, more than likely, if something like that happens it's because you were too lazy to make it in the first place, right? <laughs> so you lie. Because you didn't
0: think people would need yeah, meatloaf. No, who wants
1: to get meatloaf on a Tuesday? It's, <laughs> it's 200 degrees outside, right? You know, And now this broad wants to make meatloaf, right? And so you said, well, we'll just get away with this old ugly stuff. And now she's upset. And he said, oh, well, you know what? Um, we didn't have the ingredients, but they just came in on the delivery. You know, just a little right, lie. Right. It's, it's not like, you know, you're putting uh something that's not supposed to be in it, like, you know, another type of meat, you know. Um, and you make it for her, you know. Right. Now if she's abusive about it, you know, I know I'm sorry, you know.
0: Well, of course, the customer's always right.
1: No, they're completely wrong. <laughs> you know, they just don't need to know, right? You know,
0: or you know, you go to the back. Because, oh, the back. Yeah, that's, that's the biggest vi- lie
1: in the world, man. There, okay, first of all, ladies and gentlemen, there is no back. Okay, <laughs> we just go there to fucking hide from you because we can't stand the sight of you. Let me go looking back. Right. You know. I
0: think it came in today on the truck. Let me go see if truck, we have it. The any. truck
1: comes when the stores closed. All right. There's no truck. This is not a bus station. Okay. See the lying. Right. You just be. Beca- you could be the most. You to be a deacon in a Lutheran church, but you will know how to lie by the time <laughs> your shift is over, you know. Because you don't know these people, you know. I owe them nothing except my service and my gratitude. Right. Because ultimately we're there to take their money, you know, because it's a store, right? And they want they want to pay their hard earned money for our product, you know. Mm. Is it fresh? Of course it is. <laughs> I, it morning, right? <laughs> I thought it out this morning. Right?
0: Well, I love how you see signs in stores that say "fresh, freshly frozen
1: Freshly frozen And
0: people do not like the word frozen I no. mean, they want it as if there's a pasture out back Well Of the store I find and it And we, uh, you know, raise these animals Of course And then, you know, we butcher them ourselves mm-hmm. And, it, you know, they want that kind of fresh
1: Are the lambs still <laughs> screaming Clarice? <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, I don't know what's so wrong with frozen, okay? Um, case in point a lot of stores carry uh overseas products, in particular the lamb, okay? We've got this wonderful Icelandic or New Zealand or Australian lamb, right? Well. I hope they froze it before I got it because it's coming on a ship, and I mean, even the plane flight is like twenty hours, right? You know, so a ship that's like a week, you know. So you know, and if you, long as it's wrapped properly, um, freezing it really isn't going to hurt it, right? And I'll tell you, I learned this uh, from personal experience. I found something in the freezer that was two years old, right? Okay, and it was a uh, that's a whole other
0: podcast.
1: Yeah, it it was and. (laughs) And I sorted it out and it came out great okay. because it was wrapped properly.
0: I see. Okay. Um
1: I understand that we all want fresh. You know, we don't want our tomatoes previously frozen. Right. But you know, there's nothing wrong with having a freezer because you know, we've evolved as a society now. We don't need to, you know, we're not <laughs> on some the ways, we're yes. not on the trail where we got to <laughs> salt everything, <Right>. you know. <laughs> we got freezers now.
0: Well, unless you know you live in Alaska and you're on that show Alaska Frontier right? where you have to like Right? You know, go I mean, shoot a, a moose or a, whatever they have up yeah, there. Yeah,
1: the, an animal. I mean, right. We have freezers. Caribou. You know, I thank God for my freezer. You know, the freezer's wonderful. It's, you know, freezers. They're more f- for ice, more than ice cream, you know, can go right. in Right.
0: Or dead bodies. Dead
1: bodies. Um, <laughs> berries.
0: Berries. <laughs>
1: You can put frozen berries for your margarita. You know we don't mind frozen slushy drinks, uh, right? Right. You know. You ever have like a margarita that's not cold? It's disgusting, yes. right? Yeah. You know. So the, the frozen so, is good. Frozen is your friend. Right. right. Um, has this been frozen? Um, no. No. <laughs> it's no, fresh from Especially New at, Zealand. <laughs> at Thanksgiving. Are the turkeys fresh? Yes, ma'am. They're fresh. <laughs> Finally, now, yes. You know. Okay, this is a a, a gray area. Has it been frozen a year ago in a deep freeze? Um, No, 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 no. It's put on the trailer, and they have a chill, quote marks, with their fingers, right? (laughs) Uh, You want your turkey to have some kind of um, uh, stiffness, and and it's been engaged in some kind of frozen process, because it's getting older, and it's poultry, and, you know, it can... Age faster and meaning go bad. So, um.
0: So, frozen's not so bad. No,
1: no, everything's frozen, you know.
0: Well, when I worked at um, a grocery store that started in Pasadena, mm-hmm. and I think those of you out there that know who I'm talking about, Pasadena, uh, they would always rotate products out that weren't, you know, top sellers. Mm-hmm. But of course, it's always a top seller to that one customer mm-hmm. who's been buying it for years. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's gone. And people go batshit crazy when, oh my God, you're not carrying my stir fry sauce anymore.
1: Exactly. And
0: it's like, nope, I'm sorry. you know that- Why did they get rid of it? Why did they get rid of it? Well, I don't know. I don't have access to that information.
1: Well, no, you make it up to them. <laughs> See, uh, in my history, you'll have... Um, you might have somebody that's going to tell them what actually happened, and mm-hmm. I hate those employees. They're kind of like telling the secrets. It's I, like that's sharing, me. That's sharing me. family secrets, that's you know. Me. Well, the company decided to discontinue it, you know. And it's like, don't do that because now they're not going to come back, you know. Right. And I need this money, okay? <laughs> I need these forty hours, okay? So when but they,
0: they still come back, when they, they come get over, it. Me, it well but they, they still will come back.
1: Everything lasts for about like it's like um, like a social media trend. You know, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks and then we're on to something new, you know, remember Coney, right? right. Okay. So we don't know anything about <laughs> Coney anymore. Everybody wanted to kill Coney two years ago and now we got a you know, new thing to hate. But um, when, when, how come you don't have my stir fry sauce and uh, well, let me go check the back. Okay. That's my first lie. Okay. Well, we don't have it, you know, and then I find out that uh, um, you ask your manager. Hey, where's that stir-fry sauce? Oh, that crap, it didn't sell. We got it out of here, man. We well, got a customer that wants it. Well, I'm not going to order for one customer. It comes 80 in a case. So I go back and tell them that the company went out of business, right? <laughs> uh, by all appearances, it's not even on my sheet to order. I think they might have went under. You know, oh, that's terrible. Yeah. But can I try, you know, you like to try this kind of sauce, right, you know? yeah. You know, just move them along. Right. Half the time, they you know, most people don't really know what they want i mean
0: right and and you know i, I get that but it you know at the same time it's like maybe you shouldn't get addicted to things so quickly
1: well you know
0: uh there's another sorry, sh- topic that's for your another show <laughs> sauce. but come on now uh and another thing that they would always say is that everybody's just so happy and you know uh cheerful here at the store and i'm like thinking lady you have no idea they're well, either hopped up on coffee or lack of sleep so it's not you know
1: well also too sometimes the um the drunk carries over from the night before <laughs> right. you know and then you factor in maybe an espresso so now you're like wired and still drunk from the you know you woke up blowing at like 2.1 <laughs> right. all right because you was on last night because it was thursday right okay or there's, you know, you got some marijuana. You went and got high. A lot of people wake and bake, evidently. You yeah, know? yeah.
0: There's so, that freezer. You go into the walk-in freezer. And...
1: Exactly. Um, people, you know, there's, oh, you're all so cheery here. You know, well, if we didn't drink or get high, you know, <laughs> we might start shooting, right? <laughs> because we couldn't find your stir-fry sauce. <laughs> right. And well, sometimes uh, there there is people who... Um, who, who faked the funk. They just put on the, the game face. Right. You know? Yeah. I've, I've worked with people like that. I've been that person from time to time. You know? No problem. Let me get that for you. I just have to run and I'll, I'll cut it up for you. And then you go get her meat and you're thinking... You know, or his meat. And are like, this asshole. You know that? But...
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's your job. It's your job. You're in the customer service industry. Exactly. That's
1: part of it. Now, you know, uh, you have employees that, oh, I hate the customers. Well, then go work in the warehouse. Yeah. Because we're dealing with people here. And, you know, you try to find some common ground empathy. You know, some people do make it harder. Right. Okay. Um, some people... Uh, but those
0: are the best kind because you can really fuck with them. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> yes, you can.
1: All right. those are the, You can add glass to their ground beef if you want to.
0: I mean, you can mess around with them so much oh, my that God. they'll be there uh, at least a half hour longer than oh, they had planned my. to.
1: You want to hear a true story that I did one time? <laughs> okay. And, and, and maybe this is why I'll be going to hell. Okay. <laughs> All right. It was um, Christmas... No, excuse me. It was uh, Thanksgiving... Um, 2012, I was working at a grocery store and, uh, it was one of these places where they custom order your turkey, right? And so, um, there was, it was for Thanksgiving, not Christmas. Um, Thanksgiving week, it was like the Tuesday before, uh, Thanksgiving 2012. And one of my coworkers, an older man, he had this lady, she wanted her 12 pound turkey. And he couldn't find her twelve-pound turkey. He brought her a thirteen-pound one. Now, usually, when you order a turkey, you get a bracket, twelve to fourteen, and we'll get you something. Something's reserved for you. And I don't even know why people order turkeys, pre-order them. I've never <laughs> done that. Is it a turkey? Right? There's no difference, by the way. Turkeys are turkeys, <laughs> you know. And half the time, you're gonna screw it up anyway. So she was un- she wasn't satisfied with the thirteen-pound. I want a twelve.
0: Wow. She was
1: matronly and mean. And and she's very obviously wealthy with the rocks and the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. So she's livid, and I just happened to get rid of my customer, and I looked at my coworker and I said, "Here, let me let me take care of this." And I and she goes, "Oh, so are you gonna find me a twelve pound turkey because he couldn't find me a twelve pound <laughs> turkey?" And she's talking, <laughs> waving her hands, you know, and and um, I'm like, yeah, "I'll find you something because the turkey trailer was my responsibility." So I found her a twelve. 12- point three eight twelve and a third pound turkey, and I mm-hmm. brought that out. And then I go, This is the closest I could find. And I went through that trailer. I was telling me Get the fuck out of the way. I got this fucking witch. <laughs> right? And so I found her 12, and I'm like, She better be fucking happy with this. I'm going to hit her on the head. So I brought it over, and then she looked at me. She goes, oh, Really? and I'm like I'm really sorry I go but this is the closest that I have I looked on my list which I didn't I don't know what the fucking list was right <laughs> she goes well I guess it'll do oh oh
0: my okay I go All let right. me get you a
1: plastic bag and I'll put it in and I'll bring it around to your basket and I'm like oh this motherfucker <laughs> I wasn't even planning on saying what I was going to say uh-huh. and then she looked at me and she goes I'm sorry I'm just so stressed I have my my daughter's picking up my sister from the airport and she's giving me the whole story All right. you know I go, oh, that's okay. I know the holidays can put a lot of pressure on people. I mean, how many people are you feeding with a 12-pound turkey? And I could <laughs> eat a 12-pound turkey by myself. <laughs> yeah. So I put it in her basket, and I remind her, do you have a foil pan? You know, I'm being very nice. And she goes, oh, you're such a dear, you know. Now, the old guy that, that was abused, he came around because he was putting something <laughs> in thing. He heard me. And she goes, so what are your plans for Thanksgiving? I said, well, um... Well, I'll be working. The store's open, so I'm going to be uh, you know, getting those last minute orders for people. Oh, you're going to you're going to celebrate after? I go, "Well, um, not really." She so, goes, so "How come?" I said, "Well, I go, "Um, my family was on Flight 93." <laughs> 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 last year on 9/11. <laughs> right. And, and the tears came to her eyes and she touched my arm, right? She's, I am so sorry. I go, Yeah, no, 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 I've, I've, it's a process. I said, But, um, I go, Thanksgiving is just like any other day now. But what I do now is I just try to make somebody else's family have a good Thanksgiving. And she's crying, right? So now my co worker is behind her and he's waving his arms, like, No, don't go there, right? i'm so sorry and she gave me a hug right right and she walked away and he goes i can't believe you said that i go no fuck her man what do you <laughs> she, she, you like shit i go that bitch learned a fucking lesson god damn it right what if she writes a letter to the company you know wanted to do something for you i go well if they want to give me some money i'll fucking take it my family died a 9-11 damn it you know so, oh, so this lady, I don't know. She never wrote a letter. I figure if she did, they'd fire me. You know, <laughs> Channel Two would show up. You know, it's beyond stolen oh, valor. I don't
0: know how I can uh, top well, that story. Well,
1: I used to be a wild man. I don't do that anymore. But that was like uh, the old me, the wild me, right?
0: Right. Um,
1: and and that's that's. Uh, uh, I mean, we could have just said, "Well, we can't find it," huh. you know. And then she leaves. She's pissed off. You know, she goes above and beyond, starts writing letters, don't shop there and that man and this right, and that. Right, yeah. No, let's, let's get her the best we can. And then, it just, you know, I was destined to be a comic. Kind of, this was <laughs> before I became a comedian, all right? This is the kind of shit that I pulled my entire life, all right?
0: Now you're just getting paid for it. That's right. Well, you were getting paid for it then, too, but yeah. something
1: different. Oh, my God. I used to have a lot of fun in that market. It was, it was hilarious.
0: Well, I worked in the uh, health and beauty area and I would get people coming in, you know, like I'm a doctor or something, mm-hmm. you know, because I have a, a MD from, you know, uh, grocery university. Uh-huh, of course. And I can prescribe things and diagnose and everything.
1: John Hopkins <laughs> <laughs> School, school of, of Grocery. School of Grocery.
0: <laughs> and uh, so this one woman, she was probably in her early 20s and... Mm-hmm. Uh, She came in one night, and the store is near a hospital. Okay. So we would always get, you know, people that had just seen their doctor, Mm -hmm. and the doctor's like, okay, you need this, this, and this, and this, and they would come in with a a list of supplements or whatever. So Mm -hmm. that was, you know, pretty common. But she comes in, and she's like, I'm like, you know, can I help you? And she's like, well, I can't feel my tongue. And I kind of stepped back a little and was like, uh... Have you thought about going to a doctor? <laughs> because I, you know, I don't know what could help that really. Let me make and, a phone call uh, for you.
1: Nine one one. Try this number, dear. Yeah. They'll meet you outside.
0: All right, or you know, tell me their life story about how many things mm-hmm. they're allergic to, and um, you know, the rash that they have that won't go Not away. No, right. And it's like, I don't need to see. Mm -hmm. I don't really even need to hear Mm -hmm. about it. Um, I can point you to where you might find some comfort. But for the most part, I mean, people are coming in with, you know, they're sick. They have like a mask on their face. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the doctor has prescribed them antibiotics Mm because they have an infection. Mm -hmm. But they're looking for something... More natural, a
1: little more homeopathic to help with
0: the infection. They don't Mm -hmm. want to take antibiotics.
1: Well, and it's like,
0: well, you know, I don't know of any equivalent to antibiotics that's a natural form. Yeah, I mean, there might be, but I'm not educated enough. Let
1: me take you over where the vodka is, (laughs) dear. Put this on the wound and like, drink two where's cups.
0: Where's the infection? Maybe we can like burn a knife and exactly. you know cut it out for you.
1: Maybe you shouldn't visit those brothels anymore, sir. <laughs> you know, let me take you to the condoms. Yeah. Right? People, uh, oversharing. That's like yeah. you know. All I get was what kind of vegetable goes with this meat? You know. Sometimes I just tell them oh, French fries. Those are good. <laughs> I like those. Yeah, and onion rings on top. <laughs> But no, I, I've never. Oh, well, actually, there was another company I, I worked for recently out in Oakland. Um, we, uh, we processed our own meat. We raised our own meat. And um, so we have access to everything. So customers would come in. And there was a, um, a book written about bone broth. Mm-hmm. How it's very healthy for you. Right. And, matter of fact, That's uh That's a new I, trend, yeah. Yeah, it does help. I, I take a powdered form of it mm-hmm. in my coffee, uh, collagen peptides, mm-hmm. you know. It's good for your joints. But then there was some other book written about uh, bone broth for women that um, it helps uh, with the sex. Uh, yeah. Interesting. A uh, man told me this because he wanted to get some beef marrow bones from and us. A man told you this? Yes. He goes, yeah, well, my wife uh, oh, okay. needs them." <laughs> You know, and evidently it makes for good sex. You know, I don't know what that means, right? I didn't cry. <laughs> I'm like, was he make tighter? So what he was said it? that. Yeah, well, yeah, he's telling sex? me because I said, well, we we're out till tomorrow, and this grown man almost started crying, and so then he gets on his cell phone, and he's like, they don't have them. I know, and then he starts asking me, do you know any other place that has beef marrow bones? <laughs> and so. Uh, Upon a little investigation, yeah, there was a uh, a lot of men that would come and buy this for their wives to drink because it helped them. And here I there. thought they
0: were buying it for their dogs. Oh, I thought
1: they were buying it for their dogs or their knees. Right. You know? So at this meat market, now, all the 30 years that I've been in this business, at this particular meat market, we started ordering lots of beef marrow bones. Not the knuckle part, just that marrow part. And we cut it into, you know, manageable pieces. And we started displaying the bones in the counter i have never seen that usually you have meat Mm -hmm. you have chicken you have pork lamb whatever we were putting bones wow and, and, and they would sell huh and that trend lasted for about a year that was like a hot thing
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah until it kind of died off but um uh women and men if we didn't have the bones uh we just didn't have them on monday we'd get them on tuesday and wednesday and you know so forth but um they come in Sunday evening or Monday morning, and when you have the bones, and the face would fall, <laughs> what am I going to do? I'm like, well, what are you going to do with these bones, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, well, go to the health and beauty, because now <laughs> we have powder. Right? So, you know, you don't need the whole bone that exactly.
1: yeah, Um. I had to uh, uh, damn near hold grown men's hands. It's going to be okay, buddy, okay? <laughs> yeah. It's going to be okay.
0: Well... There was one store that I worked at And the clientele uh, Was one that Didn't normally shop at the store mm-hmm. So they would come in and ask for coke And Doritos And mm-hmm. um, you know, Bud Light, Coors Light And um, You know that I had to like stop laughing in front of their Their face <laughs> after a while We don't carry that like, Oh I know what you're talking uh, about No <laughs> we carry actually it now. don't <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry, do you know what store you're in? I, I'm sorry. No, uh, they don't.
1: They don't. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're like the Pepsi.
0: But we did sell BBR, so, you know.
1: Yeah, well, you We're know. are
0: at least catering to some part of the...
1: Uh... Well, people will draw the line at certain things. I've had a lot of customers, in particular, that one place I went where well, we raised our own meat. 100% grass-fed meat, everything, right? And, uh... I just won't go anywhere else, you know, and uh, I have to have my pasture-raised 100% grass-fed animal, mm-hmm. you know, and it's very, you know, important to them, and I could understand, you know, but um, they also would hit another store, and uh, you'd see in their in the trunk of their car, like, I'd help customers out with their meat if they bought, like, a lot, you know, and it'd be like Smirnoff, you know, <laughs> an old granddad, right? You know, you going <laughs> to drink the cheap booze, really, you know? <laughs> I I used to work for an Italian, uh, uh, a guy from Italy named Enzo. He's the one who broke me in on this whole business. And um, he, uh, we worked in Rockridge together and he had a, uh, he would get mad when people would complain about his prices because in 1990, um, you know, things were expensive and they're really not now. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I look back, it's like, wow, things are a lot more expensive now. But he once told uh, this uh, couple they were complaining the price of filet mignon I believe was 19.99 a pound, mm-hmm. and they were like Enzo, it's 19.99 a pound for filet mignon, really? You know? And he told him in his beautiful way that he speaks. He goes, Oh fuck, you are gonna give the Germans eighty thousand for the fucking car, but you don't want to give me twenty dollars for the fucking steak? Get the fuck out of my shop, right? <laughs> That's customer service, all <laughs> right. right? That's customer service. Uh, at yeah, they finest. keep coming back for that. Exactly. He said, you're going to give the Germans 80 grand for the car. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, wow. That was, that was an eye-opener. Uh, and he had a point.
0: Right. You well, can't give me $20 for the steak. Right. Right? right?
1: He had a point. Right. He was, he was an amazing man. He still is. He's a, a very funny man, but I learned a lot about customer service mm-hmm. from Enzo.
0: Well, there's one thing that, you know, I'm all for helping the customer and, you know, making sure they leave happier than they come in. But there was this one uh, family that came in one time and they had their little Chihuahua dog.
1: Oh, dogs? On a leash. Oh, good boy. And,
0: you know, normally, you know, service dogs, obviously this wasn't a service dog. So I was kind of keeping an eye because you don't want to, Mm -hmm. you know, totally piss people off so i was just keeping an eye on the dog well apparently they weren't keeping a di- an eye on the dog and the dog peed right. on a display right not necessarily food but the box no. that it was on top of exactly and i'm like he didn't even see it so mm-hmm. he's like it's like a little chihuahua dog mm-hmm. and i walked over to him and i said your dog just peed on that box you need to leave mm-hmm. and they were getting all upset with me oh, well, we and it's like now. well i'm sorry but this isn't a park mm-hmm. you need to leave now
1: exactly Exactly,
0: but part of that don't you understand?
1: I th- th- those people—that's the part I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I worked at the, uh, the, the a place that I recently worked, and uh, somebody had a dog in there. that dropped a little turd on the floor, mm-hmm. and I don't know where the dog was. I don't know <clears throat> if it was—you know—it wasn't a trained service dog because people bring their dogs in for whatever reason, um, and. I was a little hot about that, Mm -hmm. so I got a couple of paper towels and the spray bottle and I just picked it up because it wasn't a mess, you know, and I I tossed it and, you know, did the whole thing and uh, I showed my manager and I said, you know, bud, this is the one fucking place I shouldn't have to worry about (laughs) stepping in fucking dog shit. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? I go, maybe we should call the health department in this motherfucker, you know? (laughs) And uh,
0: yeah, the whole, uh, you know, they squashed that real quick. Service dog thing is is tricky because people have ways of getting around it, even though, you know, it's not. Even though it's in their cart, in the seat where it shouldn't be. Comedian
1: Billy Conley from Scotland had a great line for anything in a situation like this. And he's from Scotland. He used to say, times may change but standards must remain you know <laughs> when did people start bringing their dogs in everywhere you know i love wait we have a dog i love her to death and when we go somewhere we leave her in the house with the air conditioning if right. it's if it's a hot day we don't bring her in the car mm-hmm. you know unless we're gonna take her you know somewhere um uh there's a responsibility you have to have uh with your pet you know right. they're, they're not humans you know, and you don't have to take them everywhere.
0: Right.
1: I, I saw that. I went to the golden state warriors parade and this lady had her little pug and there was like millions of people and the pug was getting trampled and she was freaking out. It's like, well, first of all, you shouldn't have brought them to pick them up, you know? Right. Right. And you bring them to a grocery store. Um, I haven't had to deal with that back when I was a actual manager. So I saw it more recently in the last few years. Um, the store I worked at, they seem to have a handle on it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a its a—it's a gray area. And I really think it might depend on where your store is located.
0: Right, right. Uh, but, um, so what's the weirdest thing you've seen?
1: The weirdest thing I've seen... You know, surprisingly, is, uh, 30 years in the meat business, I never saw anybody get stabbed. All
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> Which is odd. That's good. It's yeah. good knife skills yeah, and you safety. You
1: never saw anybody get stabbed. I guess the, uh, the weirdest thing I saw with a customer is when uh, I went into grocery management and I was working for a larger company some years ago, um, about 10 years ago. And uh, I had worked late as a salaried manager. Sometimes you stay longer, you know, you have that later shift. So it was must've been about um, three o'clock in the morning. I was looking ready to get out of there. And this lady comes in and she's in the hot red dress with the heels and the hair and, you know, very shapely. And uh, she goes with her bag and goes into the public restroom. And we had a very nice public restroom at this store. It was a relatively new store. And uh, I was checking in with my night crew manager, and I'm going to go home. And uh, and as I was leaving, she exited the, um, the bathroom, and she was in a uh, bathrobe and slippers, and all the makeup was <laughs> off. And she was... Walking to her very nice car and going home, right? I see. And what do you think about that, right? You know, huh? I mean, was it was she a hooker? You know, what is she on a date? What is she? She
0: having an affair? Uh, yeah, right. That uh-huh. it's all right there,
1: right? Um, Does
0: she sleep in her car.
1: There's another thing about customers. You know, you, you you have your war stories. You know, you're you know dealing with the grind, right? You know, you're up up early. You know, this and that. Can't wait to get out of there. But then something magical happens after 10 p.m. in a grocery store, especially if they're open 24 hours. It's called cruising, baby, right? It is fun time. It is on.
0: Ah, a lot of
1: hookups happen.
0: Interesting. Yeah.
1: Um, and, and it gets a lot more fun the closer you get to last call.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah.
1: If you work in a grocery store that has liquor and open 24 hours. And then after like 2 o'clock, It's wide open for like three hours. You don't know what you're gonna get. You're gonna get zombies, mummies. You know, you never know. It's and it's a lot of fun, but uh, it's nice to be out of it. Yeah, you know, I
0: agree. I agree with that. People take a toll on you. Yeah,
1: but uh, God bless them. We need them as our wages.
0: Yes, and you know, one thing. I mean, I lived in different cities, worked for different companies, and uh, you know, you definitely get a feel. For people in that uh, community.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to. And,
0: you know, uh, when I lived in Santa Fe, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of people that are off the grid, very isolated. Really? You know, people live there to, you know, be away from people Mm -hmm. for the most part. And, you know, there's a lot of like, you know, trust fund babies apparently that, you know, have money, uh, don't work. And, um, Mm. So you can get that, off. that That experience was like very eye opening, and I learned a lot about the human um, infrastructure, mm-hmm. <laughs> the human mind, right? And just how neurotic people are. And uh, for some reason, that area attracts those people.
1: So, yeah,
0: I mean, this woman would buy like 10 cases of Aquapana water, okay? And it's like, are you bathing in it? Uh, it's her are water. You drinking it all. And I would have these, like, rubber gloves on to kind of protect my hands um, when I would, you know, Mm -hmm. do the cardboard boxes and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she wouldn't let me touch the cardboard boxes with these gloves on. Okay. So um, I'm like, okay, somebody else can lift these boxes into your car then. No, it
1: is. Do you ever watch what people buy? What are you doing with that? Not just the day-to-day stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. most people come shopping every day. they they just buying for that dinner for that night. I would have customers, I had this one guy, he would come in like every two days, and he had a standing order of 80 pounds of chicken bones, in particularly the necks, and you get them in a 40-pound box.
0: 80 pounds?
1: Yeah, they're 40-pound huh. boxes, and they come in, they're frozen, but there it is, and uh, he would get them every other day. He did that for almost like eight months, hmm. and uh, after a couple months, it was just like, you know, hey, do you have Rich's order, or whatever his name right, was, you right. know? right. And it would just be here, and, it, and it's not the biggest sale in the world because it's not that expensive. But he's he's there getting his, you know his. And I asked him, you know, do you have a lion, <laughs> right? <laughs> Who's eating all these bones? And uh, you know he was making chicken broth. Ah, he had a restaurant.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, you do. You do kind of wonder. Yeah. You know what are, people. What are you uh, making? And a lot of people. You notice don't have common sense either. No. And, and a lot of people... You just kind of, you know, after a while, it's part, of the, it's part of the... It's part of the day. It's part of your job. There's you a lot of people out You just kind of chalk it up and, uh, you know, go on with your life. And then you have a lot of stories to tell. Uh,
1: the housewives um, who deal with kids all day. Right. The way they talk to you. Yeah. They're not used to talking to adults. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or those mothers that bring their kids to the store mm. and let them... Run amok like it's a park mm-hmm. and eating all the samples and you know, well, that's causing when, mayhem.
1: That's when you can, uh, I bring out what's called the demon,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: When the kids are acting all crazy, or whatever, and I'm out there trying to load the shelf or something, you know, you, you, without them knowing without the mothers knowing it, you give them the demon face, you know, <laughs> right. the, ah, you know and then just walk away, and that'll stop a kid in their tracks, right. you know. All of a sudden, they go and grab mommy's leg, right? <laughs> yeah. That's a you know scare the shit out of them. You yeah, know, little brats. Yeah, I never had that luxury. Oh, you know, I worked at a place that was a very affluent uh, area, and there was a this lady had this child. He must have been about three or four years old, probably four years old, and he's jumping all over the counters, and he's got he's a little boy with really long hair. Oh. so I already disliked this kid on sight. Anyway, <laughs> um, now. She He's on the baskets of other customers as they're waiting their turn in the meat department. Uh-huh. Right? And she's not saying anything because she's on her cell phone, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And um, I'm like, okay, this is going to get uncomfortable and ugly. Finally, a customer goes, oh, um, ma'am, can you get your son? He's on my basket. And she's "Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Yes. And she's like, Ivan, you know, Ivan, come <laughs> here. Oh, yes. And then she had to throw out... He goes, yes, he, like, he loves climbing. You should see him at our property, right? Are <laughs> <laughs> You fucking bitch, right? At our, our property. property. Yes, now she's got property. Maybe a bear will come grab this kid <laughs> at your property. Well,
0: I remember that I learned to, like, if kids were running around, I'd, like, stand in front of them so they couldn't go past, and I'd be like, hi. Hi. And I'd be all nice to them making conversation. And they would kind of look at me like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Who are you? Mm-hmm. My mom told me not to talk to strangers. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. I'm standing here in front of you. You better pay attention.
1: That's right. You know, I knew it was time to get out of this business. Um, at the place <laughs> when first where we started. met. started. No, when we met. <laughs> this lady, excuse me, she had her um, her little boy there. He was about six years old. And he was being a really... Uh, brat to her Mm -hmm. and she grabbed his wrist and she says if you can't calm down we're going to uh she goes not you're going to get it but when we get home Mm -hmm. you know and then he said real loud you know I'm waiting on her and he says oh you do anything to me I'll call the police (laughs) and then real nice looking lady you know young mom Uh and she looked at me and she had tears in her eyes because she was embarrassed Wow. Right, just the whole thing is going down in front of me. It's in the morning. Right. She's my only customer. The other two guys went on their break, and um, she goes, I- "I'm so sorry. She goes, Maybe I should just come back." You know, she's really like freaking. I go, no, "No, no, no. Let me just get your stuff." You know, I go, "Don't worry."
0: Yeah.
1: I go, um, and then something snapped in me, and I said, um, um "Don't worry if he calls the cops on me." Okay. <laughs> Because you know what? What do you call it? They'll come arrest you and you'll be out tomorrow. All right? (laughs) Right? You'll have a court appearance. I go, but you, I go, we're in Contra Costa County, kid. You'll go to a foster home in Martinez where you get your ass kicked every day. All right? By older kids. All right? So respect your mother. And I go, let me get you your uh, ground pork now and she was grateful and embarrassed at the, at the same, same time. time that little kitty shut the fuck up right <laughs> and i thought as i gave her oh you have a wonderful day thank you so much it was no trouble at all uh-huh, you know uh-huh. I, you know what it's time to get out of this business, all yeah. right <laughs> yeah. it's time to retire mm-hmm. and, and on
0: that note yes we will retire from this podcast thank you for
1: having me and
0: thank you for coming it's, again it's a, it's a pleasure it's always a pleasure
1: it's a pleasure to be here and an honor and uh um you know May we all go forth and uh, let's go, go, let's go to the store and make somebody's life <laughs> Okay. <You
0: know? laughs> and we'll catch you next time on Women Who Sarcast. Yes. Show music provided by Mike Imbasciani. You can find him at Mikeimbassiani.com. That's m i k e i m b a s c i a n i icom <laughs>